0: Welcome to Coney Talk Podcast. Hello everyone, hope you're doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Coney Talk Podcast, the ByteSide Show. I'm your host, Alex. First time guest, happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, thanks for joining me. On this ByteSide Show, I talk a bit about the Arsenal game, and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game, and one, one player I consider the odd one who just had a poor game, or not good enough. Just needs to be called out. Apologies for bringing this out late. We all operate injured, one form or the other, so I just had to push on. Arsenal hosted Brighton, a thorn on our side. It's a well coached team, Brighton that is. So this was a must win for sure to help us get off this air quotes here bug that we have faced, you know, when we come up against this Zerbys team. Really well-formidable, so we knew there was a lot of tension coming in. Unchanged in Arsenal's lineup, as the game started, Arsenal were just programmed to play ultra-fast and aggressive. Zinchenko in different positions up in the field is always interesting, and here's my hot take. I think we should go for another left-back behind Timber and just permanently move Zinchenko in the midfield for real because he's so good up there when he slides in. He does a lot and affects the game so much that I don't think there's any other player in the team that plays exactly the kind of role and influence that Zinchenko brings. Saka was feasting early on and James James Milner was on the menu. Brighton were so lucky we hadn't scored from Saka's cross in the box and a few other chances. Arsenal had that bounce in the game early and it stayed on putting Brighton through the screws in terms of ultra high press and forcing them in different situations. This was unlike anything I've seen in terms of an effective press and how we were able to just subdue them and take charge of the game. But Brighton, credit to them, equally got warm. The game played a little bit in our own half. At least that gave us a sense of how good Brighton is and how they were comfortable managing the situation that they they were dealing with, even though it wasn't all that comfortable for them. Saka was on the ball a lot, and the game flow was in high rhythm with two good shots att- attempts from Odegaard and Saka. I hadn't seen Jesus nor Martinelli feature just yet at the game as far as the, the first 15 minutes. Then Jesus had a moment on the ball to turn, face, and shoot. It's fair to assume the game dictated where the better matchup rang, And that was on the right side of Isaka. He was free-flowing and just doing so much. I must say, the level of execution and playing pattern Arsenal displayed was top quality. I mean, overlooking the goal output, the way they controlled the game when we were around Brighton's final third was a one-touch ball fluidity. It was incredible. It was still nil-nil, so it was all good ball flowing, all good ball plays, but no scores. Arsenal's relentless pressure was game de jour. I think that was a sure, solid way of keeping Brighton in the box. I mean, they did not give them any moment for them to get their shape in the game. And then what I consider the best play in the first half, Odegaard de- delivered a beautiful pass to Saka, who squared it for Martinelli to shoot, but he was way off. It looked like Arsenal found the choke point every time Brighton passed from the back, which they constantly believed in that principle and they kept doing it and every minute we pounced on them I don't think I've seen this level of intensity when we pressed it just sucked that there was nothing to show for it in terms of the scoreboard because it could have at least been three good goals not easy but good coordinated goals and that output was just lacking but I couldn't keep my I couldn't keep my eyes off the screen because it was wave after wave of Arsenal dominance plucking up the ball and attacking with speed on both flanks. This time it was Montnelli showing off and had good had his own share of close chances. And it was round enough for the first half Arsenal were operating in Brighton's box but were not about to convert any of those shots attempt. Granted a number of Arsenal's shots were blocked. So it could be Arsenal were not yet quite able to break down Brighton's defensive block or were they just lucky our shots hadn't quite connected. In fact, I think it was a waste of time looking at the field tilt if you watched the game for that first half. Just nothing glaring that would have that you didn't notice visually in the game that the stats would tell you any different. And then the trend picked up from where they left off in the first half. Credits to Brighton, though. They managed to play through the oppression Arsenal had on them from the second half. In, in turn, Arsenal had frustrations because as it just kept catching Brighton off guards in situations we were not clinical in front of goal. Thankfully, we broke that deadlock with Jesus where he gave us that lead. He was in the perfect spot to head the ball in and open net behind everyone. It was a very clever positioning, if you ask me, then Brighton had a spell with the ball, and we were now doing our own share of defending, which we did. I don't think there was much of a creative threat from Brighton when they had the ball, and then we got an interesting end to end attack where Brighton had a head on straight to Ryer, who then had a quick thinking initiative to trigger the fast break to Martinelli, where he carried it on to bring in Saka and the rest but As a broken record, the finishers were just in high deficiency. Another goal was going in from Arsenal's corner, but was cleared in the last minute, so we're still looking to put the game away with just another goal, and that just hadn't happened yet. Well, the game didn't disappoint. A few times, Mitoma was on the ball, showed the threat that he creates alone. Ben White had the support to defend and the quick transition, and get the ball out. So Saka and Odegaard were off to the races, pushing the ball in their box, and Arsenal shots were still getting blocked, and it was just with their bodies. So it was hard to believe we were just 1-0, seeing how much chances shots had her and every other thing begging for goals to go in and end. No. So 75 minutes of great Arsenal entertainment so far. My only qualms was... Martinelli not releasing the ball sooner when he's in the box because he can pull double-team defending threats when he's able to dribble, but the death of too many touches in the box equals missed chances for sure, and that has been going on for a long time. And the way we were so high rhythm and high bounce on the game, one touch was just the effective way to me, and I didn't like that. Brighton had your own share of... Can't believe it. it didn't go in on the net. Arsenal were totally cut out on that play, and it was very clear goal if it had hit in the right angle. So that was their own their own situation of not getting a chance. Five minutes into the ninety, Arsenal were playing were playing off the ball and and defending Brighton's shots with their bodies as well. Still one nil, so we were the team doing a bit of more defending this time, which was quite uncomfortable knowing how we just had that 1-0 lead and that's no lead, especially in the Premier League and teams like this and just not having that comfort of putting the game away, which we've suffered in different situations. And finally we we sealed the game with an intricate movement deep from our half. Dressard and Odegaard prepared the meal for Eddie and Kai Harvitz to pick up. Lovely goal. I mean, this was game, set, match. The job was done. You know, brought the, we brought the subs on and we controlled the game until the final whistle. This was the second goal we needed although yes it came late. You can't complain for that, but it was an, it was a needed goal and at least to represent how good we were for that game. So it it was it was it was awesome. It was a brilliant game by Arsenal. Serious domination, top class in attack. Did not give Brighton a sniff in the first half at all. It was mostly the second half where they fought to get a foothold and Arsenal's performance just was levels above not giving them any moment to show what they were made of in terms of their own attacking position or how they usually play. And and for me, these were my top three performers. First player, birthday boy, Captain Odegaard. You can tell he wanted to score, but more than anything else, he was the catalyst to drive our attack. Light on his feet, Dribbling out of this world, just so elevated in his playing, playing style and rhythm. Really frustrating that he didn't get a chance to see a couple of his shots connect. So, I I think maybe that robbed him of his opportunity to get that goal. But he was just amazing. Second player, Saka, from the start of the game, it looked like he was going to do damage. Well, in so many fashions, he was purely unstoppable. He brought Jesus. To the action with some of his crosses. In other situations, Brighton were sure who to cover. They were not. They didn't know how much they had to cover for for Saka. But it was just madness. But he was he was he was great. He was great. Third player. Maybe you might not like this pick, but I think Zinchenko for me was quality. He did not do the flashy plays, but he was impressive with his passing and contributed a lot to keep the attacking run stay on course from his positioning and redistribution of the ball he has done that in so many games exactly the same way I've described but I mean it, you just can't outlook this he it, it, it was just so good and for me as good as Tamiasu or Timber is I don't think anyone comes close to how powerful his influence on the attacking runs are and when he's on it he is really on it but I'll still give special mentions to Declan Rice and Jesus they were just phenomenal but I just had to call out this top three for me. Thankfully, no odd player today. I think Arsenal's defense was offense in terms of nuclear pressing and we had on Brighton. Did not give them space to breathe, not a chance to attack, which if they did, we surely would have suffered a lot with their two main players. I think to me, Mitomer and Ferguson, they were fully neutralized, so we didn't give them any, opening at all and for the most part that is no easy deal like that is some humble spanking f- that we showed um brighton a great win another important three points now we turn our sights to anfield i'll wrap it here until then speak to you soon Take care.